Thanks for tuning in to the Roam Your Way podcast. This is the first one, so welcome if you're listening. Thank you um, for pressing play, and I hope we can entertain you with what we've got coming up on this episode and future episodes as we progress. Uh, In case you don't know, this podcast is going to be a real collection of different things, uh, primarily documenting our travels from the road once um, me and Shenny go travelling full-time from September. My name is Rome, if you haven't uh, bothered to read the bio. Um, That's quite important for you to know, really. Um, So yeah, we're travelling full-time from September, October time in 2018, and we're going to be telling our stories from the road, as well as discussing current affairs, um, interesting debates, topics going on in the world, and really trying to promote self-discovery and just share a positive message at all times, really, because I think that's quite important. Um, Today, I'm joined by my dad. Dad, say hello. Hi there. Joined via Skype. I appreciate your time. It's a pleasure. Good man. So, um, the reason I brought my dad on, um, Robert, what are we going to call you today? Robert? Bob? Dad? Bob. Bob. I guess well, I... I've recently been, been called Uncle Rob. Yeah. It gets very confusing. Only my family knows me as Rob. Everyone else in the world knows me as Bob. Or, so perhaps I should be Bob for the benefit. I think of this. I think I think Bob's good. I'm going to probably call you Dad or or That's podcast. probably cooler from you. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Um, the reason I've brought um, you on today is because when it comes to creativity, you're a very creative person, which probably maybe is a little bit strange from when when you were younger, when you probably didn't. You weren't always that creative, were you? Never thought of myself as a creative person for a long time. I was a mathematician, a programmer, didn't really think that as being creative. No. Um, retrospectively, I probably do more so now. Um, exactly. It's one of the things that crept up on me. Photography, writing, you name it. Yeah. It's fundamental now. I have to create something. Blank sheet of paper. Interpretive dance. <laughs> no, no. Well, no. at my limits. No, yes. Please, please don't break that out. That would be terribly embarrassing. Um, so yeah, the creative process, I think for me, it's quite an interesting topic. Um, and I mean, the reason I've titled this episode, the what, when, and why is I think those three pillars is kind of what I want to touch on. Um, and I just think that's quite, quite fascinating in terms of pillars. Cause obviously the what, I mean, some people probably sat there probably thinking they're really, really creative. They've got that creative streak through them, but they sometimes just struggle to know what to create and what to do because it's not always the easiest thing to do I mean being creative and being unique and going out and doing your thing coming up with something and then just putting it out there is it's a really 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 difficult thing and it shouldn't yeah Yeah. and it shouldn't be I mean it shouldn't be kind of underestimated how big of a challenge that actually is and I think I've kind of felt with myself which is kind of the main inspiration for wanting to do this and talk about this is that being creative and putting your creative work out there is a massive vulnerability. Like, you have to be prepared to be vulnerable putting your creative work out there because as soon as you publish anything, you are there putting yourself out there to be judged, and that can be quite a daunting thing for a lot of people. Yeah, you've got to be prepared to be knocked back. Yeah, massively. And I mean, I've had that through, uh, through a bunch of things, and it is quite hard. I think you've got to know when to take criticism, but it is really hard to take, you know, bit of criticism, bit of hate on your own work, because, you know, and I think this is 
another debate which we'll get onto later is you know um where do you compromise in terms of you know being a perfectionist because i i would when it comes to stuff that i really care about that matters to me i turn into a bit of a perfectionist and i don't want to put anything out there that i'm not super super proud of but that in itself is really limiting yeah massively um you've got to know something's good enough <clears throat> yeah and just when when to let go of it yeah yeah i think you've had that with your with your writing a bit as well haven't you yeah, for sure. You know, there's, there's, you, you can tinker endlessly trying to get exactly the right word, the right phrasing, the right order of the words. Um, but there is a point you have to reach, the point you reach where you have to let it go. Absolutely. It's very important to know when that is. Yeah. Learn that with experience, I think. Yeah, probably so. Because I think the perfect piece is when effectively you can't take anything else away to make it better yeah trying to refine it to its best point with as little in it as possible is usually the best piece of work kind of in in quotes you know what I mean yeah. you can go too far of course oh you know, massively if you around it too much you take the life and soul out of it so exactly. it's not necessarily about perfection it's, true it's about it's about it's like getting the message across, whatever, mm. it is, whatever it is you're trying to say, getting the message across. And sometimes being too perfect can actually um, bend that message, make it a little stale. Yeah, I think, I think also it's important, I think when you're creating something, um, whatever it may be, I think still enjoying it, like being able to read it or, or watch it or look at it or listen to it and be like, and not to annoy you, you know, because <laughs> you've, I, because you've been working on it for so long yourself. Like you, it's so easy to get too close to it. But I think to the point where you can, you know, be around it and just enjoy it. That's a really, really good point to be. Because sometimes when I'm, you know, editing videos or whatever, you know, I've watched it through so many times and I just can't bear the sight of it anymore. Like, it's just annoying. It's, it gets to the point where it's like nauseating. It's like, ah. Oh. And other people, oh, that's great. I'm just like, oh, God. Can't can't bear to physically press play again. Yeah, I think I think all creative people have that. You get too close to it. Mm. Um, it becomes too familiar to you, almost like cliched. Yeah. You have to step away from it. You need, need some space and time and come back to it. Not always got that luxury, of course, if you try and create something to a schedule. Um, but when it certainly comes to things like writing and probably also filmmaking, mm. I think you need to be able to step back yeah. And then see it afresh. You know. But I think this brings me back to the point of the what. And I would say whatever you really enjoy or are good at, or whatever you kind of want to do, like just do it. Make it. Because I think sometimes people think that they don't know what to do and therefore they don't end up doing anything. And I think it's better off just to do something because it'll kind of come to you. I mean, cause similar to this podcast, the first episode, I'm just like, I decided a few weeks ago, yeah, want to do a podcast, and it'll be really, really great. And that came to me. The idea still was good to me in like three days' time, which is usually the sort of time that when I, I come up with loads of ideas, and then three days later, if I still want to do it, it's usually like, okay, this probably has legs. Yeah. Then, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've heard some of your ideas. Some of them have been pretty bad. That, that's not true. I wouldn't say that. All my ideas but, have a unique... But having the ideas is good. You've got to have the bad ideas to get the good I, ones. I don't think I've had any bad ideas. I just think <laughs> some ideas 
are a little bit more feasible than others, and some are not that realistic. I mean, well, I think this is a good one. Yeah, I think it is. I, I hope so. Hope you guys are still listening. Some well, would... I'm listening. <laughs> but you're you're in it. <laughs> You've got to listen. Um, and I think so. The what's really important. Just whatever you feel passionate about, whatever you feel you can bring your message to or put your personality into anything really that you think could bring value to someone else you should go out and do it because if you're passionate about it and you enjoy doing it really really doesn't matter that much what kind of impact it has as long as it is bringing you something in the first instance that's the most important part i would yeah. say yeah do it for yourself in the first instance. yeah exactly yeah. don't do yeah exactly do not do it for anyone else that's a good message yeah Smashed it. First good message out there, Dad. Right. It's only taken us about 15 minutes. It's all good. All good. Um, the when. Pretty simple. Right now. Right now. Good right point. now. Yeah. Stop listening to this podcast. Actually, no, oh, hang on. No, no, no. Um, no, 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 no. Ignore that. Um, Is it supposed to be? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we stop talking. Um, finish yeah. listening to this podcast. And then go create. Then go create. Then go create. Because the rest of what's to come will help in the creation, 100%. So, most definitely keep listening to this podcast. That's, that's the first message that you just need to lock down in your head right now. Just keep listening. Um, but yeah, no, seriously, right now. Because whatever you, you know, creating something today is better than creating something tomorrow. Yeah. Always I mean, will be. It, it's... Always having the opportunity there. I mean, from my perspective, it's always having a pen to hand, a notebook to hand, always having my camera with me. Mm. You never know when the moment's going to grab you, when you see something yeah. and you get inspiration. So the, the important thing is when the inspiration comes, you need to be able to make use of it. Exactly. Whatever your medium is, have the tools to hand. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. People say I'm an artist and they have all their easels and paintbrushes stored around a cupboard somewhere. Have them sitting there, ready to go yeah. Oh, we've we've in the living room. You cr- you cracked up a bit there. You you, you almost oh, burst into rap mode, and uh, it was like Skype new, and it just tried to stifle you. That's the same. I know it is. That was quite a good little piece of uh, you you know the voice just wrapped up there. It's me esque, just getting a bit getting <laughs> aggravated. That's good. No, but it's true. I think you've got to you've got to be prepared to prepared to go. But I think the, the main thing is just do it today. If you're if you if you're sat there. And, I, and by the way, I have the I'm like the biggest criminal to this, out of everyone. I'm so bad at this, and I'm pushing myself to be better. Is you know you plan something so long and say, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, gonna do this, gonna do this. So the great ideas they might have legs. Just do it. Just yeah. do it because it doesn't need to be published. You don't need to share it with the world right away. But just do it because once you do it, you're gonna see if it works and see if you enjoy doing it. And whatever you don't do today, it's tomorrow's problem. You know? So everything, yeah. anything you do today is going to make tomorrow a lot better. Yeah. You know? I can see why you're doing this podcast now. So you can listen to this every day to get you motivated. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's going to happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck with my own thoughts all day. I don't need my own self-motivation. I need someone else telling me this. To be fair, I do, you know, I listen to stuff like this from other people. And... Jazzes you up, so hopefully we can do that. So yeah, I think just just do it now. Whatever it is, do it now. Obviously after the podcast, do it now um, because it's important. Because I think just making a start with anything makes the next step a lot easier. You know, yeah. if you're always 
starting, by the way, is the obviously the most difficult thing to do. Because it's 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 raw, it's new, you don't really have a solid yeah. plan. That, and that first line that yeah, it's absolutely the most difficult thing. Yeah. Which is why you should always have your materials on the go. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes things might just fall into place. You know? Yeah. You might do something that you just spontaneously and then it might contribute in some way to what your kind of wider wider goal is. You know, stop procrastinating is the main thing. Procrastination is the killer of creativity. It certainly is. Moving on. I think we've kind of already touched on why. I think and the why is obviously a very personal thing, so you can't just like put it down to one thing, but I think it's got to be something that inspires you or something that you've got to have a clear motivation for it. Because I, I know with me from personal experience, I can't really psych myself up for anything unless it means something to me. I've got, there's got to be some form of meaning there for me. Otherwise, I just struggle to really reach any sort of level which is going to um, produce good work. Yeah. And I think, you know, I had this at school and university to a degree. It's like whenever it, it came around to something that I just didn't enjoy doing, my motivation levels dropped and the end result was obviously showed. But then when you lock into something that you really, really love doing, then, you know... I was on the top of my game and smashed yeah, it. Passion. Yeah, yeah you, exactly. You've got to be passionate about it. Um, you do. It's different for every, every person. It is. It There's really no is. point doing something which you're not passionate about because you're supposed to be doing that. Do something which feels right. Exactly. And actually, to, to be fair, that, sorry, that leads perfectly on to why I started this podcast because this came about through... So me and Shenny are launching our blog very, very, very soon. There will be a link in the bio of this podcast channel to the blog so please check it out have a look have some read uh, go follow us on instagram at roam your way psyched to see you guys come follow the journey be really really cool to have you on board but that like i said that links onto why i start the podcast because we're writing blog posts at the moment and writing as as well as i can write it is not my creative medium in the slightest it's just not my thing like Writing is a very, very, very difficult art form. You're great at it, so are so many other people. But even people that do it, like, a lot, are not the greatest writers, and you can tell. And when I'm writing passionately, it comes off quite ranty. <laughs> um, but I, I struggle to manufacture rants when they're so kind of instinctive and they kind of happen on the boil because I kind of get riled up by certain topics or, you know, something just gets me going and I feel really strongly about. And unless I'm in that kind of headspace, I find it really difficult to translate writing into good content. So I suggested that, or I just kind of came up with the idea that instead of writing, because it's just not my medium, why don't I play to my strengths, which is spoken word? So I speak well, I hope. Um, <laughs> I speak... Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. Um... 7 out of 10. I, you know, I speak well, I like speaking, and I feel I get my message across so much better via spoken word than I do the written word. And this whole thing of, oh yeah, you've got to do this and this and this, scrap that. That's really what our blog message is about. You know, roam your way. Do things that are right for you and create your own path with things. Follow your own path. 
because there are a million one different ways to do any one thing. There's no set way that you should have no set definition on how you should do things or how you should accomplish anything. Go about things in the way that works best for you and go and do that because that way you're going to enjoy yourself a lot more, you're going to be way more productive and it should garner better results for whatever it is that you are doing. Yeah, I totally agree. For you, the spoken word works. Sticking in a library, um, you're not going to run to the library with great effectiveness. I mean, make a great video. <laughs> Crazy guy in library. <laughs> just just ranting at random like shelves of books. <laughs> Poor little Diddy librarian comes across and she gets an earful. Yeah, so these are the ideas that you probably think are stupid. Whereas I think, actually, given the time and, you know, the right kind of production would make great, great stuff. But they're probably not going to happen just because, you know, just not. But yeah, I think, why? Just find your find your medium, find your path and just go and do it. You know, don't, you know, if, if speak isn't your thing, obviously don't do a podcast. If you love writing, then do a blog. If you're obsessed with music, then focus on music channels like Spotify you can use a podcast to promote music. It doesn't just have to be spoken word. You know, if you want to, you know, if you just love something, like you're crazy passionate about something, utilize the platform that is going to, you know, best aid that topic. You know, Twitter is great for words as well. You know, you don't, just because you love writing doesn't mean you need to write, you know, 2,000 word dialogue. You can be great at writing. Yeah, exactly. Twitter is amazing for micro rants. It's fantastic. Twitter's a great platform. It's not good for your extended rants. No, sometimes I have to break it into two, which is, doesn't, it loses effect. But yeah, what, what you're saying is, is right. Do your thing. The technology's out there now. The, oh, the, massively. The possibilities are amazing. Major. So it's, it, it's almost a crime not to indulge your creative passion. There's never a better time. Yeah. There is this never... Is, this, is, this, is, this is the time. Yeah. yeah. There is never a better time to start creating. So back to the when, do it today, don't do it tomorrow, whatever you don't create today, you know, you've wasted a day, yeah. wasted a day, so, um, so yeah, I think, you know, it's, I think the fear for a lot of people, and for me, to be fair, is it's so oversaturated, there's so much stuff out there, it's like, oh, how do you get yourself noticed, well, you ain't gonna get noticed if you don't make anything, That's so, the first step is make some it, and then, you know, I definitely do believe in the idea that if you build it, they will come. If it's good enough, yeah. they will come. Be, be good. Yeah. You think that in, in today's environment, you know, the, the, the best stuff rises to the top. It does. So if you're any good, you've got a good chance of being heard, seen, whatever. Um, Indeed. Trust to that. Indeed. So on that note, please share, subscribe, <laughs> like. <laughs> Do it would mean a lot. It would mean a lot. So you haven't mentioned the where. The where is a where there, isn't there? Is there a where? Yeah. I've no. You make a good point. Um, you do make a good point. There is a where. I think. Yeah, it's important. For me, it's really important. I, I find I can be creative in only certain spaces. Well, I mean, that's coming off the back of a very um, rambunctious environment you were in this well, past this 10 days you <laughs> definitely share that story i've just been to see my two young nephews in the states and it was very hard to find creative space in that environment with a two a three-year-old and a six-year-old jumping all over you 
Um, but generally speaking, once you're in the flow, I mean, I think inspiration can find you anywhere. Once you've actually got something working and something running and you're trying to actually do the hard work, I think the space to do that is really important. Get rid of all those distractions, turn your phone off, turn the television off, um, turn people off, be in the moment. Yeah. Tune into yourself. That's really important to me. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's another aspect. I've got so much improving to do. <laughs> so this is perfect for this. Um, yeah. Yeah, for me, that's really dead important because, I mean, I do the predominant amount of my work from home and it is not a creative space. You've, you've been there. It's, I mean, putting lies in backpacks in about four months. Yeah, we're currently in a very small space um, in London and it's it's difficult. It's difficult to be creative in in a you know a non-creative workspace so i do think putting you in a putting yourself in the right environment definitely will aid creativity um 100 percent yeah yeah i'm finding i actually have to like leave home to be creative now because there's too many distractions at home yeah i mean so easy just to put yourself on the couch watch some netflix you know the test crickets on today you know so easy just to you know just binge on that all day. Being, being creative is very hard. I mean, when, it is. When it comes to my thing, which is putting words together, it's, it's, it's tough. And I think a lot of writers find the same, and they procrastinate endlessly, they distract themselves endlessly, and there's never been a greater time in the history of the world to distract yourself. You can distract yourself 24 hours a day without any problem whatsoever. Yeah, it's... So... Oh. Hello, we've got some technical difficulties going on. Uh, but yeah, no, you're back with us now. But yeah, no, like you were saying, there is there is never a better time to be creative. But equally, there is never a better time, well, or worst time, depends on how, how you look at it. It's, you know, an age, the age in which we live in is so full of distractions. And I think it's about blocking out the noise and just really... That's good. That's a good line. Yeah. 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 yeah and just um, pushing yourself through that noise barrier and just really hunkering down and getting on with it and just playing the game, hustling a little bit. Yeah. It's sometimes very hard to hear your own voice above all that noise. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, it's, it's really, really difficult. There's always just something easier to do. And that, that's, I think that's the thing. Doing nothing... Like listen, to, listen to podcasts. You know, it's crazy. You know, <laughs> trying to be creative. And some idiot comes along with a podcast and no. tells you how to be creative. Well, actually, you know what? Well, you know what? No, I mean, that, that jib aside... Um, <laughs> that jib aside, podcasts are actually great because I've, I've started listening to more podcasts, as would make sense considering I'm starting one. And they are great because unlike video, you can have it on in the background. Yeah. And yeah. you can do stuff. I and mean, that's the problem with, with video and consuming video is you are kind of bound to watching it's that video. Away, it's yeah, it's yeah. a, you know, watching consuming video content is time-consuming. You're trading time. Whereas with podcasts, you don't really have to trade that time. I mean, I can edit and listen to a podcast. I can write and listen to a podcast. And I mean, when I generally do something creative, I'm very rarely... I very rarely shut out everything. I usually have something going on. Whether that's a bad thing, maybe that's something I need to change. I don't know. But I generally have something going on in the background. I, I'm not a huge fan of silence. I think we're all we're all different like that. Mm. You know, I, I I do I do sometimes well I quite often have music on in the background. Um, some people like complete silence, others can't 
work with science and leave, leave something going on. I think you are like that. Yeah. So you find, you find what works best for you. Yeah, I think that's the problem with being at home alone. It's just like there's no one there. I, there's no, you know, there's no kind of human interaction. I, I don't, like, need to be talking to someone, but just having other people around some, can sometimes yeah. just help you focus. Because in a way... Uh, 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 oh, hello, you've cut I out again. Helpful. I, I go to the library and leave the writing, and I find it helpful to have other people there because it keeps me focused and they're nodding off or getting distracted and almost you kind of it's almost like a challenge to block everyone out then and that kind of actually sometimes helps us own you in I don't know it's a weird one it's a weird one yeah man creativity is difficult but you know I think people who do it and do it well and do it consistently are the people that are making it right now because to do it and to be consistent with it and to constantly produce good stuff is really difficult and the most and the reason why people don't make it is because they give up yeah because yeah. if it because it, you know it's not a snap your fingers overnight kind of thing it doesn't happen really really quickly it's about working hard building a following building that relationship with your audience and producing stuff that adds value to them yeah predominantly and you know if you can do that over a really consistent period of time you know, then you'll find your audience. It might be a thousand people, it might be ten thousand people, you know, it might be millions of people. Who knows? But people work on kind of different levels. I'm inspired myself. Hope so. <laughs> Hope so. So, so, so I want to be able to get Alexa to play me this podcast. Is that how Yeah, well, um, the podcast is going to be available on Anchor and Spotify. Oh, cool. So if you have a Spotify account, that's, uh, no. You don't? I'm, I'm, well, Spotify, Spotify is free and then you can get a premium account. And I don't know if you need a premium account to listen. I don't know. I haven't worked out these kinks yet. I need to work out these kinks. I haven't published it yet, so we don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's available on Anchor and on Spotify. So yeah. there'll be a way. There will be a way for you to listen. As I can say, Alexa, please pay me Ron's latest podcast. Yeah, I don't think that'll work. You'd have to probably say, please play me Roam Your Ways recent podcast. Right. Maybe, maybe we can, maybe we can work. Maybe you can program Alexa. <laughs> I mean, it's about time she starts doing what you really want her to do. She's got a bit of an attitude, Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh God. Can I tell you something? Please. Oh uh, yeah. I, no. Yes. Sorry. Tell me something. Tell me something right after this. I'm going to come back with part two and I think we're going to talk about home surveillance. Welcome back. This is uh, part two of the Roam Your Way podcast. In part one, we discussed all things creativity and the creative process. And now for part two, we're going to finish up this with a bit of chat about home surveillance, I think. And we're just going to, you know, let's, let's take this topic on. It's come out really spontaneously, so let's just let's just chat home surveillance. Well, okay, I'm not sure what you mean by home surveillance, but I, I feel like I've been surveilled. Good recently. word. Good word. <laughs> Please tell. I'm very intrigued. Well, I live on my own, so I, I don't have too many um, concerns about Alexa listening into my conversations because I don't talk to myself too much. You don't? No, no. I um, guess I'm a bit different then. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think I might have reservations if I didn't live on my own. And 
Because she's always there, always listening, and yeah. she's very responsive. I ask what the time is, or ask her to set me a timer, or, you know, these mundane things, which I usually ask him to do. But, yeah, she <laughs> does the job impeccably well. To be fair, just can I just interject very quickly? When we, I mean, we still have Alexa, but she's not on anymore. I don't think we've even used, we haven't used her for quite a few months, mainly because she started fritzing out a little bit. Like, she'd start, she started interrupting our conversations when we didn't even talk to her. You know, she'd get a bit of cheek on her. So, um, yeah, she started just saying very weird things at very random times, even when no one really asked her to do anything. She, I think she was, like, responding to, like, the TV being on. So something would come from the TV, and then she'd, like, go. I thought, no, we don't want that. Anyway, sorry, continue. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, it does happen occasionally. You know, mm. She thinks she's being summoned. You know, <laughs> her word in, in, in the noise. Of Any, anyway, I, I, was, I was having a Skype conversation. And um, with with somebody who recommended a certain medication to me, um, which I've never heard of before. It, it's a, like a herbal thing, a sort of um, health food um, medication. Mm. And uh, it was called Damanos. Never heard of this thing. Very bizarre. And I said, where can I get this? And she said, well, you need to go to a health food shop. And I said, well, it hasn't got a health food shop. Ah, that's, that's funny. Um <clears throat> And then I, I do remember saying to her, well, perhaps I can get it on Amazon. You can get anything on Amazon these days. Anyway, completely forgot about it. My memory being what it is, I didn't write it down. Forgot about the name totally. Yeah. And I was browsing on Amazon this morning, pick, trying to pick up a few camping things. And yes. in its recommended things, people who have bought this or whatever, it came up with this medication. Yeah, see that. <laughs> it recommended it to me. <laughs> See that? So that's actually very handy because I've ordered some. But that's but it's also creepy. How on earth Amazon knew about that? That's... Well, I know how it knew about that. Well, yeah, that's creepy though. That's that's the thing. I think, yeah, wow, that's spooky. I think there's been a debate about this because obviously, I get the whole recommended thing. Like if you search for anything on your computer, it's going to come up on ads. Yeah, like. Fair Instantly, exactly. like within like seconds, it's going to yeah. happen. That's fine. Like, c- it, come it's on. It's actually very useful because I don't need to, if I find something on the internet I'm fancy buying, I don't need to bookmark it. No, it's just it it's going to come up in like the next week. Regularly for the next week anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. But the whole listening in thing to kind of conversations, yeah. I've kind of been a little bit skeptical about this one as well because I've seen kind of ads triggered at me, and I've been like. I'm almost certain I have not searched for that, but I've spoken about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm okay with that. <laughs> and I think, and this is the thing, I mean, I did, I recommended this to you a while ago. Did you ever watch the film Snowden? Uh, yes. You did. So, that, I mean, if anyone hasn't seen that film, go watch that film. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. I think it's available on Amazon Prime or Netflix, one of the two. And that is so I such a powerful movie and the surveillance in that that they detail, you know, really like starts creeping you out a little bit because you're it pretty, the gist of it is that every single person in the world is sitting in a massive database. Everything you do, they can be watching you. They're probably, you know, they could be watching me and you right now doing this Skype call. Oh, almost certainly. Yeah. 
Um, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully listening and thinking this is good. I subscribe. <laughs> but like to a listening to every conversation, every photo you take is documented. It's not just on your phone, it is on a server somewhere and they can access it. Okay, and then people are like, okay, well, what are the chance of them actually looking at anything I do or take? Yeah, okay, probably fairly slim. But you just don't know who you're connected to. Because as they prove in this movie, just like if you take jumps out of everyone's connections, you're connected to like over like t- millions of people in the world just by connecting like four people together. Yeah. And it's crazy. And it is... It is quite creepy. And, you know, there was this whole privacy debate with you know Facebook recently in the news. And I think people, I just think, I don't know when, it's really hard to just look back and kind of pinpoint that shift. But do people just openly accept now that we actually don't have privacy? There's no real such thing? Because we don't. I don't think that many people think about it, to be honest. Mm. Um, this is the first time it really impacted upon me and thinking, shit. <laughs> but not necessarily in a bad way that's actually really cool um, it depends on what you've yeah. got to hide I guess <laughs> well yeah yeah no it's fair fair but point if I had anything to hide and I was having dodgy conversations with people I probably wouldn't have Alexa turned on true but then there's that argument that can they actually just hack into your laptop like, even if your laptop's open they can hack into the camera and the microphone without you knowing Like, when, like whenever you've got your laptop in front of you, yeah. there could be some someone watching you. For me personally, I'll openly admit this: when I'm, you know, in the in the bathroom, you know, doing a bit of personal business, you know, just sat on the toilet. I personally sometimes leave the door open. Shenny's gonna be very angry with me for this, but I have my laptop open, and I sometimes just watch an episode of Friends. And then there might be some... That's not recommended. No, but I mean, there might be some bloke from the NSA with, with watching his camera, watching, you know, has activated my laptop camera and thinking, what a... I don't want to be watching this. Hopefully it's another channel. Um, but no, I've got no concerns like that. There's, really, people have got more better things to do. Well, yeah. Um, your average member of the public, like you and me, yeah. um, you're not particularly nefarious, have got nothing to worry about. There is not enough time in the world for I to that to that extent. True, yeah. I, I do agree. If we, were, if we were known, you know, terrorists, it's <laughs> another matter. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, they might be listening now. <laughs> You've triggered one of their words, Dad. Oh, that's a key word, damn. That's <laughs> oh, all right, get the listeners up. Um, no, I, I know what you mean, obviously that's to the extreme, but it is. it is interesting, I think. And it's something over the next, you know, decade that's going to even progress. There's just going to be virtually no privacy. Yeah, well, but it, it, it's something we do have control over uh, to some, you know, to a specific extent. Mm. You know, we don't have to give all this information away. Um, well, they talk about Facebook and its lack of privacy, but generally speaking, people have signed up for, you know. To yeah, but but the problem is, is it not now the settings are such that if you don't agree effectively, you just don't use the service. I'm not sure about that. And the problem is, it's like, you know, as much as we still live physical lives, we're in an age now where attention is online and life is where the attention is. Yeah. So, I mean, mean, it doesn't particularly worry me. 
I wouldn't say. Yeah, I wouldn't I, say I quite rude. Like the fact that you know, when I, you know, we have to live with ads. Ads are what pays for all our internet services. Yeah. Also, the advertising. I mean, we have to pay for all these things. I have no issue with that. I have no issue with that. That's fine. But you know, if I'm going to get ads, I, you know, at least I'm getting ads which means something. I get ads about the things I'm interested in. True. Which is good. And I get some really good deals. Get some good offers. Find out about the latest products. I don't mind that. It's not a problem to me. No, I am with stuff you. About me. Um, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's just that listening thing. I think that's like. I think the, the listening in thing is is curious, but you know, it's not a person listening in. It is a True. complex computer algorithm which picked up certain words. Yeah. Interpreted them a certain way and fed them into my browser, which I yeah. think is actually really cool. I mean, I, I, I wasn't particularly worried by it. I was no, no, obviously. By it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, you make a good point. I, yeah, I guess it's just how far does it go? And yeah, you make the good point. Like you know, no, ninety nine point nine percent the population don't have anything to hide, and there isn't going to be like a room of people listening to your conversation. Um, but yeah, I think I think one of those realities. I think we live in a world now where everything is documented. Yeah, I think yeah. you. I mean, it's so hard to get off the grid. Yeah, and you know that there are you know I mean it all this raises all sorts of issues. So you know, for, most, for really the vast majority of people, I think people are not worried by it, and I don't think they should be worried by no. it. No. Um, if you're on the fringes of society, it's a little bit more different. Um, it's going to make it much more difficult to, to live on the fringes of society, um, which is a sort of problem itself. Mm. Um, but, you know, it, there's so many contradictions in today's world. You know, we're, we're hearing you know, stories of immigrants, you know, trying to get in, you know, trying to get their status sorted out. And the problem is losing their passports. Yeah. So in this information age, some, you know, suddenly they have no status because there's no record of them. They give their passport to the government, the government loses it, and then they're in limbo for 10 years. Yeah, I know, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, what I still find like utterly hilarious, which is just a complete joke, is that for immigration things, still you need to fill out physical pieces of paper. It's like, yeah. we live in 2018. Get a grip. Electronics. This, this, when everyone is on the grid, it, it should hopefully get rid of all these terrible you know, injustices. No, it's true, very true. Um, Al, I can, I can say this. So, if anyone is listening and has any thoughts on either creativity, which is the first part, or surveillance, privacy, all this kind of within this realm, uh, send us a voice message and may well feature it on the next podcast uh, where we can touch back on these topics, maybe even get into robots. <laughs> that would be cool That's that would nice be cool way. who knows yeah <laughs> hell episode 2 robots um, no maybe who knows we'll see possibly are we doing software robots or hardware robots or both both who knows maybe you can come back on and talk robots would be a pleasure as always great awesome yeah well I think I think that's um, yeah I think that's that's good do you have anything else on surveillance you haven't been well, no, that was my that was my first hard experience of being surveilled. That's that's is that good. That word surveilled. Surveilled. It is now. Make of another word. Make of another word. We like making it words. Yeah. But we think it, we've made it was up. A bad experience. It was actually quite a positive one for me. I well, that's good. Well, yeah. that's good. You know. That is good. I, I well, do. I, 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 it could go to a whole other level, you know. For example, if I booked a flight, you know, they they know that I'm heading somewhere. If I forgot about it or was running late, I could get a reminder. So, in, 
having that knowledge somewhere will be good. Well, I think... Well, I do think it actually brings in, like, AI. I think Alexa um, is the... One of the first... Um, oh, you've just activated it, by the way. Oh, have I really? <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, I don't know what you're asking me. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah, I think um, her, she, is the first kind of addition of what will be some very, very sophisticated AI. Yeah, I mean, in the next it's going like to dip it and a toe in the ocean of what we're going to oh, see in 10, 20 years. Oh, and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be insane. I mean, you know, you're going to get to the stage where it's going to be so sophisticated, like your entire house is going to be like AI. Like, it's going to be kitted out. And it's going to be standard in like 10, 15 years, 100%. Probably, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think, you know, that, that's going to be interesting. I'm not sure how that will feel for me, but I think younger people will probably Well, that's the it. thing now, because people now are growing up in a generation where it's already present. And this is the huge next technological shift. But then it nicely links back to our part one, where it's like, Jesus, man, it's so hard to be creative because there's all this technology that is just crowding our attention and things like painting recording music man make going out making videos it it's so distracting and it is a problem for people wanting to go out there and create it's distracting so the message from this podcast is if you're gonna start creating do it now right now we're rounding up this podcast go and create now do something that you're passionate about and really put your heart and soul into it because that will become off genuine and it will mean the most to you. Do it for you. Create something that you enjoy and that you love because that's the most important thing. Keep creating would be what I say today. And avoid all distractions. Block out the noise and go out there and create and make something that you're proud of. <laughs>